Hey, this is Brian Maiman, and I want to thank you for the overwhelming response to the I Digress t-shirt giveaway last week. We said we would like to give away 20 for the first 20 people that went to hello at rbohome.com. And you did it, and we got them out the door. So thank you very much. Um, But we appreciate you, and stay tuned to our podcast, because we will do this again for you. We appreciate you listening. Montana to Mexico, Texas to Tajikistan, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Welcome to this episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. And thanks for being in the Bone Cave with us today. And we do have um, new bones in the cave right now. Lindley's holding up a bunch of new sweatshirts we have. And they have our, oh, we have our bones on Bones them. are on the shirts? Yeah, the bones are on the shirts. So they the logo nice. is bones and we have bone, a bone cave. So I think it's appropriate to say those are new. But we don't, you know what? Um, we need to go kill some stuff, Brad. Mm-hmm. It is imperative that we go get hunting soon or we shall lose our momentum um, as a company, I think. How soon? <laughs> it's, well, it's it's, it's like it, a withdrawal. So it is. I did book us on a, a turkey hunt. Oh, I yeah. Know, I was like, I, saw, I was at home and my phone. And your credit card got hit. I was like, 20. I wonder what that one's for. You're like, who approved like, my credit card and, and to then, get hit? And then I went on and I saw what I applied for. I was like, well, I never apply for that. I have authority. I have heck. authority for Brad's hunt plan wow. that he didn't know. And so you, I was like, yeah, yeah, no kidding. So if he goes, do you want me to hit Brad's card? I said, yeah, hit Brad's card for all of us. And I said, no, no, just hit Brad's card for his. And she's like, well, he, are you sure he's okay with this? I said, you damn right he's okay with it. Um, we're doing this. And so Whoa. anyway, I picked on. Yeah. So we're doing a turkey hunt. Lindley said that we should do more hunting. So isn't that what you said, Lindley? Yeah. Sure. Anyway. Well, hey, today's <laughs> podcast. So obviously with Brad Dana and Bleep here, Brian Leslie, and uh, we're uh, going to talk money, time, and species strategy today. And I think that money, time, and species are the big three that we hear all the time. Uh, money, time, and species. What's going to cost me? How much time is this going to take? And what species? And uh, um, I'm going to open the conversation up today by saying, um, I have a partner in business by the name of Brad Dana, and his biggest ah, ah, ah angst that he talks about all the time and uh, um, is the one time that I went on this hunt. To Russia? And he didn't have the time because time, time, time was a restricting feature in him deciding to go on that hunt, and it's the, it, he regrets it tremendously still today. Yeah. Uh, would that be that would yep. that be right? Yep. And then and then so those are, those are all a factor. The, 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 and they they're, that one they was money or species because you wanted the species. I wanted the species. You bad. wanted you and had it the was money economical. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, I mean that made sense. So it Fiscally time. it made sense. But and I was going. Actually, I was planning on going and I was I was in the queue. And then you added an extra week. It turned into a three-week Well, three I, it's trip. not like I added the extra week, but we all decided, right. and, and it kind of bumped you out. Yeah. Now, money is the one we hear a lot, too. Right. Yep. And, and yep. Uh, um, because it's like, oh, man, I could do that. 
but I got college to pay for, but I got this, I got that. So, uh, man, I could do that, but I don't have the money, right? Yep. And so we hear that all the time too. And then species is, you know, kind of that floating target right. based on time and money because, you know, I'd like to do a doll sheep. No, I never want to haunt a That's doll sheep. That's kind of the one that you start with, isn't it? Well, it, it is because fiscally mm-hmm. um, it is uh, – um, I, I guess even if you have money, it's one that you can spend the least amount of money to test if you like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are one sheep hunts, and that's all they ever, 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 ever want to do. Right. And some people are, holy crap, that I shouldn't have done this one because it's all I want to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, here's how it works yeah. with sheep, yeah. in my opinion. You go on a sheep hunt, and you decide it sucks. And you sit there and go, when this son of a bitch is over, um, I'm going to have killed a sheep, and I'll, I'll reconsider if I'm ever going to go again. And then if you get off the mountain a week later, you go, that just sucked. Can't wait to get the sheep back because I've done that. That's checked off the box. Yeah. But if you get back and a week later you're going, um, I had a dream last night about the sheep that was on the far ridge, and I wonder how old that ram was. And then I and that dream keeps reoccurring. And then you wake up in the middle of the night going, God, I wish I was laying on the side of the mountain knowing that tomorrow we were going to stalk in and try so to make a Kind of like a lady having kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've said that many times. I'll never have exactly. any I'll yeah. never do this again. It's like, it's like pregnancy. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen yeah. anything weirder than my wife. No, that's that, I shouldn't say that like that. Okay. But, but yeah, she has a Cut. baby, and and, and out, you know, two hours after the baby, she's screaming, ah, yeah, all the pain. It's like the movie Alien, and then all of a sudden, the next morning, she's like, oh my god, he's so gorgeous. We should have a couple more. What uh, the? That's, that's how it sheep is. Hunting. You're exactly that's right. How it is. Yeah. And no. and, and sh- well, sheep are sheep are just such the oddball thing because sheep are going to be right now to the point that. Um, it's going to be very, very difficult. Stone sheep are going to be out of reach of everybody. Desert sheep are going to be out of reach if it keeps going. You're going to have, you know, the odds of drawing. I don't know if I agree with you. I, I don't. I, I don't know if I like that picture you're painting. Oh my gosh! Because like they're, moose, they're, they're getting moose more expensive. But but you know what? Everything's more expensive. A gallon of gas is more expensive. You know what I'm saying? I, I still think if you have a plan to get one, you know, there's still sheep attainable. Well, instead of saying maybe I'll do two or three, kill two or three sheep in my life, maybe it's just like I want to just focus on one, and it'll be 10 years from now. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing is, is what about applying? Yeah, that's what you're, uh, you're because to Because do. maybe you have more time because there's, there, there's, there's a lot of ways to measure this or index your decision. Does that make sense? Well, because if you don't have a lot of money, but you have time and you're 25 or 30 years old going, dude, or – you know, Bob Miller, I'm yeah, 37. Yeah, we just had him on last podcast. Right, so he should be uh, applying for sheep everywhere he can. And you know what? You don't know. All of a sudden, boom, he hits one. Um, and uh, um, he, he draws, he wins. Hey, I know a guy that owns a boot company, Jim Wingham. And Jim Wingham has won two sheep slams. Two sheep tags. He's two, two sheep slams, slams he's won, my he's won friend. Two slams. He's won two. He's won two slams. Wow. And if he hasn't, he's one sheep saw shy of two slams. 
It was something, wasn't it? You know, I it's crazy forgot. because yeah. I just, I, 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 you know, with a um, bow, with a bow. He's killed him. He's killed some with a bow. But I was just talking to Stu the other day, and Stu's like, Brian, people will boo him um, when they know he's in the in in, in the raffle in the draw. Because he wins. Some people are lucky. <laughs> I, that's not me. Well, we had him on a podcast several. Back, I think it was one. We'll of get the, the answer the for 50s. it. I think it's two. I think yeah. he's one sheep shy of two slams. Yeah, so wow. it was something crazy, wasn't it? It wow. it is nuts. Um, and uh, well, it's funny because right now we're applying for. We, we had to apply for New Mexico, and I texted Sophie to today. Actually, can't can't don't apply me for anything. I I can't. I don't have the time, <laughs> even if I got lucky, right? So I didn't even apply this year. Really? In New Mexico, yep. Even for a desert, you couldn't make time if you drew. It would have been tough. But tough is easy. But yeah. there you go. So there you go again. It's a time. With time. Yep. yep. It's time. Time, money, or species. And and they all have this connective tissue. And that's the why, you know, you probably do want to get a hunt plan, number yeah. one. We strategize for people every day on this thing. And we went right to the top. But you know what? There's some, there's some reasonable price sheep. They just don't come in form of that uh, mountain species. They're called goats. Ibex, huh. mountain goat, yeah. same type of hunt, yeah. different pricing, different money, but yeah, Ibex are so Still. cool, though. Oh, mm. my gosh. You can get an Ibex hunt for 6000 7000 less than you can get an elk hunt for today. Yeah, that, That's why they're on my list to just start plastering the wall with ibex uh, i'm with you it's just I, I mean, like, because because as far as for us physically and money so we have a different time clock right i think there's three time clocks Boy, the time the away truth. from work yep. okay the time um away from family yep okay and the time in your life physically and financially that that moment allows you to how many physically and financially fiscally yeah. do it together how many falls do you have that you can climb that mountain i mean there's there's uh that to think about too every every year it's getting the gravity gets harder <laughs> right i mean it just is you you know your fiscal curve and your physical curve are divergent yes so you think about that and you think about time and you go okay so i got the money but do I if physically am I in the window that I can do that? Yeah. So there's 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 this time factor that we look at. But you know what? I just talked to Craig today and he killed that giant cat. Right. Um yesterday. Yesterday, mon Monday. And uh he I told him before he left, he goes, Is there anything I should know about this hunt? And I go, Yeah, it's gonna be physical. And he looked at me, he goes, Brian, it's a hunt with dogs, right? And I go, Okay. Craig, I'm just you telling do you. you. I said, you do you, okay? <laughs> but, but I'm telling you, oh, I'm telling you, oh, if they lose the cut, the, the cat cut, okay? Yeah. If yeah. they lose the track that they cut, and they you got to circumnavigate the mountaintop because if it's a big one, they're going to try to get back on it. And you get up there, and the dog or the cat takes a right, or he, you can't get to him in time, and he dismounts from the tree. He goes to another tree. Big cats don't run as far as young cats, but I'm telling you, you're not hunt, you're hunting in the mountains, the altitude, everything. So I talked to him. Danny goes, "Holy sh! I thought I was gonna die of a <laughs> heart attack." All right. Yeah, so those are those are tough hunts. And he goes, "You know what?" 
every time I thought the dogs were 200 yards away because I was, ar, 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 he goes, I realized that that echo goes forever. And you kept thinking it was 200 yards away. Wow. He was, it was one of the most physically short, yeah. demanding things I've ever done. But he killed a giant lion. Boy, it's a stomper. Good giant. Wow. So most people, you talk to a lot of people every day. What, are, what is your biggest, the two biggest desires that people calling in? It's interesting you say that because for us, mostly it's elk and mule deer. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, that's what I hear every day. You know, I right. spent uh, three hours this morning. My first three hours were on conference calls with Eric. Um, you know, going through uh, hunts with outfitters and just reconnecting and, because and finding our and figuring out our inventory. Well, we just need to Keeping diversify our fresh, species right. marketing too. Yeah, because I think sometimes as a company we get so focused on the low hanging fruit that's easy to market, which is elk, mule deer, and moose. Right. <laughs> I would say those are the big three. Yeah. And if yep. people could think outside of that box from a species perspective then they could have a look at time and money in a different perspective. That's, that, that's what I would say as the well, that, that guy goes who back runs to this company. Every think, think about what's not in vogue. Yeah. That was the same, same conversation. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean you, like, you know. like red stag for me. I mean, Argentine red stag would be the one for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, Argentina red stag. Great hunt, inexpensive. Well, Cheaper than an elk hunt locally for the most part. Because, listen, we used to have elk just a few short years ago. You could get an elk combo for 8500 ranching for a wildlife, and you were just killing a good branch bull bull, um, and it was more of a meat hunt, and you might kill a, a good mule deer on that hunt, you know, 165 to 180 type mule deer. And so you're looking at 8500 just six short years ago. Today, that same hunt today, no way. 17500 for that hunt. 14500 depending on the lodging and the ranch you want to go on. And the problem is, honestly, no supply. The demand right. um, is you know, you, demand is so high the that there's no supply. Price goes up. Mm -hmm. It's the same as in any market. Yeah, like the Amy's uh, GM that she just brought on, he managed one of those, and, and it was just crazy. And they shot just junk elk. Yeah, just just – you know, not the, nothing you're going to go whole. I mean, a 280 elk was a giant elk. Right. I mean, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of that stuff was, I mean, it was, okay, this is a, a, this is a legal four point. Here we go. Boom. So if people look at this as an adventure, that's why I really, really appreciate the Bob Smith um, podcast that we yeah, did. Because, yeah. because, you know, he looks at it like an adventure. And he had his list and his knockout list, and he's making payments and doing his thing. And I think from my perspective, it's like, dude, that's who I want to help because yeah. I want to help everybody. But we got this, um, you know. Uh, that's the blue-collar approach. Yeah. And I'm going to market it again today because I don't know, but um, I'll timestamp this. This is going to be basically the first week of April 2023, okay? But we have a um, – we're going to run this – for the next three weeks, but we have a Texas free range audit on three and a half days, two on one fully guided audit, $4,850. Okay. Um, you're hunting in the uh, mountains of Western uh, Texas. The hunt's physically demanding with elevations between 4,500 and 6,500 feet. Temperatures range between 20 and 85 degrees. Brad and I have done this hunt. ATV use uh, for some transportation and shot distances traditionally between 150 and 350 yards. And the conditions occasionally require more than 400 yards. If you don't feel comfortable with that, you keep hunting. 
um, we're, we, we run 80% shot opportunity. That's probably 100% shot opportunity. We're being real conservative. We take a lot of kids to this camp. But this is a price for 2025 and they're offering it right now. And this is a podcast special. We're running it. That would be something that I would say, think outside the box. Unbelievably fun hunt. I mean, I, I, how many times have I told you I could do that every year? First of all, it's winter here. And it's not there. Well, it's West Texas, oh kind of out gosh. in the Guadalupe yeah. Mountains. Yep, exactly. Just east of there. Uh, and south a little bit was where, where was where that camp is. But it was 80 degrees down there. And the, I mean, it was just gorgeous days. And we had so much fun hunting. It's a, you know, and I didn't realize the mountains were real mountains down there. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. they're gnarly, yeah. steep. <laughs> um, yeah. Jeez Louise. I used to live in West Texas. So what a blast. But that's a great hunt. That's a, and that gets you, if you want to, if you want to start with sheep hunting, that's a, that's a, that's your first sheep hunt. That's a great first sheep hunt. Mm-hmm. So Brian, when it comes to your three boxes there, you're talking about uh, time, money, and species. Let's say that somebody likes that odd ad hunt. So, okay, I've got the species. Then uh, what next steps do they need to take? Well, yeah, from our perspective, you call in, you put a minimal amount down and hold your space. We make sure the outfitter knows that. We send the money to the outfitter, your foot's on it. You can start making monthly payments between right now. It's the end of two thousand. It's the beginning of 2023. Okay. So you have 23, 24, and you're going to go in February or March. Um, so you got two full years to make a payment like that. Well, uh, literally, know, when you make your partial payment in there, yeah. the next box in the dashboard I'll tell you. is hit my card monthly. Mm-hmm. And it divvies it up for you. It's like makes it super yeah. easy. So that that takes uh, the species, that takes the money part, and then the time. You just have to make plan ahead. Twenty twenty five. Hey, yeah, this most is a anybody three, could this do is that. A three and a half day hunt. Yeah, when we did it, so, I mean, we did it last time. We, we got called. We got a call and said, "Hey, we got openings. Why don't you guys come down and check this out?" And I think I yeah. took off <laughs> one day. Oh, yeah. And we left after work that night. We drove to, like, Pueblo. You took Noah with you. We took Noah with us. Yeah. And we hunted a day and a half, and we had three three sheep down. Three great rams. Right. Three great <laughs> rams. Unbelievable experience. We were coming home with three great rams. Wow. Um, and, and three, and three uh, little rats. <laughs> <laughs> the The... The little rats that we shot too. Armadillos. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> <don't> javelinas. <laughs> oh, were they javelinas? Was, oh, okay. To me, was as much fun as I the. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I love shooting. So, so it's funny you say that because Coos Deer, Arizona. We have a we have an area that you can draw Coos Deer in Arizona with an outfitter, and it's a semi uh, guided DIY type um, drop camp uh, hunt, semi guided, and that's inexpensive and a great hunt. We have. Um, uh, uh, javelina hunts, uh, three-day javelina, 100%. You're in the foothills right on the border of uh, Mexico and uh, Arizona. Amazing hunt. Um, great breakfast, uh, lunches uh, in the field, great supper. You got three days, and you know what? You can glass. You can find the javelina. You shoot them with a bow if you want. Um, you can shoot them with a rifle if you want. Um, th- these are all things that are still available 
that aren't crazy money. Turkey, okay? We got some DIY turkey uh, Merriams out here. In Wyoming, that, yeah. Yeah, Wyoming and Nebraska. We got camps. That's you can right, just, yeah, Nebraska. If you're a turkey caller, you can do your own thing. If you're not a turkey caller, you know what? They're a poor man's elk. Actually, um, they're a broke man's elk hunt. Because you can just hunt them like elk out west here. Gobble, gobble, gobble. You know, identify them, local them like you do bugle, run to them, set up, see if you can go get a couple. So, so what do you, because you field a lot of these calls, Brian, and and people oftentimes will give you an idea. Do you direct, do you try to direct them and, and refocus to? Yeah, I, I don't know if I field a lot of them. I feel I'm around fielding them. Right. We train the staff too, but that's one of the big initiatives we have right now internally. Is hey, listen, you're, you're involved in okay. Yeah, you're no, involved I, no, in a lot I, of these. Yeah, right? it's just yeah, yeah. I'm around it every day because right. I'm running the company, right? Right. Um, but uh, and and actually, right now because I'm training new people, and the hunt catalog has been our baby. It's been our focus. Right. It's, it's the thing that we've invested outside of software, uh, and maybe right next to software, it's the thing we've invested most. So in. so I'm Bob Miller. I call in and I so, say, hey, yeah, you're Bob Miller. Okay, I, I want to take my dad on a moose hunt, and I want to go either to the Alaska. We just had this conversation. We, we built last we week. built the software yeah. um, around the best matches strategy, and we call it a hunt plan, but it's the best matches um, software. And the big three things we ask is money, time, and species. And then we we try to identify our top candidates uh, um, to as far as outfitters that can satisfy those needs. What's the money? What's the time? What's the species? And then if they say, "Man, I just can't afford that," then we try to lean immediately to altering the species because well, the species that's in vogue is got the highest demand and demand drives price. it's like buying the stock 100 percent. yeah it's it's this this is the stock market three years ago audad sheep i saw him going for eleven thousand five hundred. what the bucks. heck i know and we were like this is off the hook today um they're you know they're they're back down to you know anywhere from you know five thousand to sixty five hundred um for a three to five day sheep hunt okay um you know what that that's more uh in in uh, you know it's it's i guess a palatable amount of money for a great adventure like that um you know uh antelope uh, another species okay um price you know couple years ago trophy antelope hunt we're getting 8500 bucks now they're back down to six thousand dollars you know the trophy trophy antelope hunts um but a regular antelope hunt you know has crept up a little bit in price but you can still get a three-day antelope hunt out west and kill a respectable you know and have a chance at a trophy animal in that three thousand dollar price range so you know kind of maybe walk us through the best match process then so I go to rollingbones.com yep. and I can uh, click on the little orange button that says make a make a hunt plan. Yeah, and I go to I've, dashboard and yeah. then just go on there. You got to register. You got to register as a user okay, and it'll right, populate yeah. you your own dashboard. So you got to go yeah. in there. Even if you don't want to become a member, you don't want to spend the 50 or $150. Just be a user you for free. You can just go in there and become a user. Yep. Okay. And then it'll populate a dashboard right away for you. Right. It'll have your name on it. Okay. And then what will happen is that dashboard then will have the second box. First box will be hunting goals. Second box will be hunt plan. Yeah, the first box starts with what are your goals in hunting? Yep, and then you click the button and it'll lead you through. It, it's, it's, I've never been on a dating website, um, never been on an Angie's list, uh, never been on a Travelocity, but I guess it's the same mm, concept. Process, yeah. Yep, you just go down, click down through it. Yeah, yep. And then it shows you. 
You know yeah. what? And then you pick your species. There's a lot of questions. Budget. I mean, it goes pretty thorough. It's thorough, and then it yeah. gives you best matches, and it populates 13 outfitters. It takes outfitters. the information out of our catalog. Yep, it, it yeah. goes into our database, populates everything you said, and it then uh, basically drops it onto a place, and it says you have 12 best matches. You have 24 best matches. You click view, and yep. there will be every one of those boxes you see with pictures on them is a outfitter and a hunt and its own website. And then yeah. you can just go in there and look at that website and start hitting any bold print icon that's on top of that. If you click on that and put your cursor over it, you click on it, it'll take you to another. It gives you literally an adventure through the adventure. Yep, yep. Yeah, and I, I remember the the first one that I did, of course, <laughs> um, being a fishing guy. I'm sorry, but you know, I'm a fishing guy. Uh, was a twenty I pound apologize king, for that. Tw- twenty pound king salmon. I mean, that was like my my twenty pound king. I mean, right. That was what I, my goal I can, was. I can show you how to get those well, other cast. I went right through that, <laughs> and and it took me right to the two that I have in my plan right now. Right, and and that's and that's what it does. And then then you can look at it now. You go, oh, I can't afford that. Go alter your plan. Well, that's change where the budget. Yeah, you could just go in there yeah. and you, it says edit plan. Change your budget. See what else comes up. It's yeah. a comprehensive tool. Yeah, nobody else has it. Yeah, and uh, and it works super well. But money, time, and species are always the three things in question every day. Well, even within a species, money, time, species. Okay, what Sub-species. you want? You want to shoot a good elk? Yep. Okay. Are you gonna Are you gonna do that in the First season Colorado hunt, which you can, uh, second season Colorado hunt, which you can get a tag on it. Uh, common thing is, okay, I want to, I'd love to shoot it with my bow. I'd like a 340 bull, and this is my budget, right? And those are usually, they don't go together, usually, those three items that people call in with, maybe. So that's the other thing within that species, because it probably is not going to be their Colorado hunt. But it might be somewhere, and, and if you don't have enough points, you're not going to draw the first year in Arizona. Okay, so right? stop right there. So you say points, okay? However, we just had uh, we just had somebody draw today in Arizona, okay? A lot of people draw da da da, but to to speak to that, okay? Points drives down cost. Exactly. That when I when I go to that when I grab those hunts and I'll walk through people and show them because you know I mean the the hunt catalog can be overwhelming. They're like, what? That's a big bull right there, and that's only a six thousand dollar hunt. And I said, yep. And that one requires a whole bunch of points, and it's tough to draw. Right. So you go into your best matches, right. and you put in this, and you say, I got this budget, I got this time, I got this species. Okay, perfect, all good. We're ready to go. And then you come back, and the one box is going to ask for landowner over the counter uh, points, and draw. you go, well, I'm or draw guarantee and, and, and guarantee, yeah. and you're going to go, well, I want a guaranteed tag. That's going to immediately mm-hmm. drive the price up. So now you go in there and go points. So change your plan to points. And then you go look at your best matches. Then you go, oh, wait, the price on a big elk just went down to 8000 bucks, $7,900. Wait a second, that makes no sense. Yep, then you look at it. Okay, Wyoming, in the box, it says overview. It'll say points necessary down below when you read it, eight points. Then you go, well, shit, I need eight points. I don't have eight points. Good. Then you really need our membership. Right. Well, that's what I'll, a lot of times I'll, I'll just kind of look at what are the limiting factors how how can you achieve that sometimes i mean there's there are states out there that have transferable tags you know i mean 
landowner vouchers, whatnot. That's another way to get get around point problems, but definitely goes up in cost then yeah. usually. It, it, that's exactly right because and you think of it supply and demand okay well the reason the points drives down the supply and demand is because there's very few people that have those many that many points so then now wyoming's one of those crazy states that there's a lot of people between 15 you know nine and 20 points right and so 17 for max right now I think. right for, yeah. so so in that band though there's a solid amount oh, of people gosh so yeah. what's happened is the yeah. price on those hunts have went up yeah supply and demand and so when you look at that some of the things that's why i would say and not to sit here and make this an infomercial for rolling bones but that's why this is becoming more and more of a strategy experience or um uh, i guess uh need there's a necessity a, yeah. a necessity right yeah i don't know no i 100 percent agree and one of the one of the things f- to me that is um valuable is that when you do the hunt match and it gives you your options you know that these are all vetted qualified outfitters people that are going to give you a quality experience and i think that's important i don't think if you went on google and tried to do the same thing you're going to get that give you an advertised experience exactly right who's paying the most money to get listed first and it's not always the best experience And you're not looking most people aren't looking for an advertised experience they're looking for a specific experience and that's what our thing does yeah and and i couldn't agree well then there's over a thousand i mean how many well right okay so just (laughs) we're gonna have more as of this morning it was just north of a thousand and there's just more of 405 outfitters in there, somewhere between 405 and 410. So, listen, I had a meeting this morning right here at this table. This one? This one <laughs> with Riley and said, hey, Riley, Eric, w- where are we at? Okay. I have two questions now. What's in the hopper from a booking perspective and what's in the hopper for a product perspective? Because what we're not going to do as a company is get lost in the top three species, low-hanging fruit. We need to be the adventure resource. And to do that, we need to be authority in all this. And how are we doing on our vetting process? It is the slowest part of our business because we hire, right now we have a guy basically full-time that comes in, talks to outfitters, gets referrals from them, and, and hits 150 little boxes all the way down, um, uh, 150 little boxes all the way down to make sure that we are uh, – um, that we are doing what we're supposed to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, Yeah, to make sure that the experience is going to be thoroughly vetted before it goes in the catalog. And sometimes that comes from from you guys having firsthand experience or somebody that is a RBO advisor or member that's had that experience too. And then it's always- Or we pay somebody to to at least go through the same things we do because it's gotten too big for us. I don't want to embellish and say we've been to every camp. No. Uh, in a damn way. I wish we could. I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> perks of the job. Oh, you get a free hunt. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, one of the things I. It doesn't I, work that way. One of the things <laughs> I seriously intend on doing, though, is spending three weeks in Alaska this summer um, doing uh, working on fishing camps um, and videotaping fishing camps. Because somebody needs to do yeah. it. And uh, um, I, I'm I'm gonna. <laughs> you gonna take one for the team. I'm gonna take one yeah, for the take team. One for the team. And I'm gonna go up <laughs> there and I'm going to uh, I'm gonna wear the hell out of a rod or two. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, well, so, and some hunts are so disproportionate in their value to their cost that this would be. I mean, those are the things that if you if you were a little flexible, that there would be value in taking on and trying to find because, like, for instance. 
Um, it's funny because like archery hunts, oftentimes will be cheaper than a rifle hunt. Well, I've never figured that out because archery hunts are so much harder for the outfitter to pull off than well, a rifle. Supply and demand. The know, amount of I know, guys, I know, but the amount just, of guys that can uh, get it done with a rifle versus a bow. Yep. So that you know, even though you know you got all the Midwestern bow grade. Yeah, but anyway, go ahead. But that's that's an example. Um, you know, obviously the Yukon, the territories, Alaska, those are expensive. The logistics to get in there. But I mean, if you can, and you, I mean, you should, you, you owe it to yourself to be on a couple of those hunts because it's so cool. But the flip side of that is you look at like our Kodiak deer hunt for the cost to put that hunt on. It's crazy. It, it, it makes zero sense because that's a super economical hunt. Well, the same hunt, the same hunt. If you flip the species, is thirty five thousand dollars. Yeah. So the, the if you have flexibility hunt. on that, that's a good way to you know to. Yeah. Do you want Alaska and Kodiak? Yep, I do. Okay. Does it need to be brown bear? Ooh, I'd like it to be brown bear. Well, let me ask you a question. If you went to Alaska and you flew on to Kodiak, you had the same float to plane experience. You had everything the same. The meals were the same. The lodging was the same, um, except for uh, you're going to kill two. Sitka black-tailed deer, and you're going to kill two um, or maybe two or six more. <laughs> um, of the fox, okay? And you're going to come home with an amazing experience, unbelievable. You're going to test yourself physical, you, physically. You're going to be able to have an unbelievable hunt, and it's going to be $6,000 all in, or you're going to be $42,000 all in. Um, which one do you want? Well, okay, I don't have the money to do the 42000 but I do have the time. And I do want the experience. Then let's change your species, right? Mm -hmm. well, and, and sometimes yeah. and I, it just I, I, doesn't I, I, work. I'm right. just, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm framing what, in what you just said, right? Like, like Jason, because I said, "Hey, we should go do this. This would be a blast." Yeah. And he's like, "I don't want to kill this little deer." Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a little that's a little mule deer. I don't want to shoot a little mule deer. Yeah, I, so I get it. He's not but looking see, for the experience. No, he's he, looking for and me. I just love the experiences too. Now, I, I say that, but, like, these, these Black Hills coos deer, they don't trip my trigger quite as much. Okay, here's another one. <laughs> Muskox. Right. Okay, I can't, I can't afford a $40,000 um, polar, polar bear hunt. Yep. Okay, can you go kill a muskox for 12000 So what? You, same place, same thing, same hunt, except for you're going to come home with an – Neanderthal. I think a, a, I think the muskox <laughs> is a better trophy, quite frankly. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I am so excited. I'm leaving in a few weeks to go on that muskox hunt, and I'm going to be right where the polar bear are. I'm going to be, you know, now the polar bear aren't coming through that time of year, but I was talking to the uh, outfitter two days ago, and he's like, Brian, um, where you're going to be in the fall of the year, the uh, the – the polar bear, we see them all the time. They come right through the town and the village because they're migrating out onto the ice, onto the Hudson Bay. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. So, dude, I mean, I'm like, For, well, now that hunt, and then the Arctic wolves, because you, you're doing a spring hunt, so you can't you can't uh, combo that with a caribou. But if you did, but I'm comboing it with a wolf. Yeah. Well, there's worse things than that, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Right, snow and white, those are Arctic white, wolf, yeah, white, Arctic. white yeah. wolves. Those are so cool. Never seen anything like that. No, those wolves are just. I, I am a, so looking forward to it. It's a, a polar wolf. <laughs> exactly. So, so my thought is: so what am I looking for? 
I'm going for that adventure. You know, That'll be an adventure. Muskox is one of those things. Okay, well, I can't, you know, I don't know, is a $15,000 elk hunt really like to kill a big elk? Okay, how about this? How about get some points and go on an $8,000 elk hunt and go on a $12,000 muskox and you got $20,000 into this over the next two to three years and you got two world-class adventures instead of trying to get a 380-inch chasing points on an elk over the counter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Money, mean, time, yeah. species. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I would say be open to consulting your, uh, getting, having some consultation on what you want and be, keep open mind on what it is you want to. I mean, I'm, I'm like jacked about this. You know, people go, oh, you're going to kill this musk ox at 150 yards. Big deal. Yeah. <laughs> so? <laughs> oh, you're going to sit in a blind in Iowa yeah. with a muzzleloader and kill a 180-inch buck over corn because it's just starving to death mm-hmm. after a rut, and you're going to wait for it to come out, and then you're going to throw your hands up in the air because you killed 180. See, no, I'm not saying that's but wrong, no, no. but don't diminish. Yeah. Going up to Canada to the kill a muskox at 150 yards. Of going into an Arctic village yeah. with the indigenous mm-hmm. and l- living in an Arctic oven for five, six days and then kill a couple muskox and hunt wolf, Arctic wolf and Arctic fox over a... All I'm saying is open your mind to what's out there. Does that make sense? It's open, baby. <laughs> no, I I know it is for you. But we're, we're My talking. mind is wide open. <laughs> but, but okay, that's a great point. Was it as open? Okay, because we're talking about money, time, and species, right? Was it as open with where you were willing to spend your time, money, and species before you started a booking agency? No, and, a, and an application no, service. No, good, to good do question. Was hunt big What's elk? That? Oh, all I wanted to do was hunt big elk. Say that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> say that one. Say that one more time. Please. I had a problem with there, elk yeah. hunting. All <laughs> you <laughs> wanted. Say that one more time. Put your put it up to the mic. All real quick. I wanted to do was shoot big elk. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> oh. Good point. So I get that. But so internally, as you know, we're working super hard to help people with this money, time and species issue, because these are the three big boxes Mm -hmm. that if we can if we can change somebody's paradigm just a little bit and their perspective, boom. Right. That's right. So, you know, um, uh, and, and that's. You know, we have all of that to our disposal. Well, it's April. And, I mean, hunting season is going to be here like that. So, I mean, if if you don't have a good plan yet, you're you're running out of time. Well, Here's no, the other one good for point. you. Here's another one, money, time, and species. Moose. Okay? People go, well, I can't afford a moose. That's not true. Okay? If you're willing, you're not going to kill a 55-inch moose. M- maybe. Maybe you will. Maybe I'm lying. But we have this little rock that's just off this whole continent we live on called Newfoundland. We still have moose up there for six thousand dollars. And what? you want to get your oh, yeah. you want to get your meat back? Well. They they have a they have a courier service that comes across in the winter and you might have to drive two or three hours, but you'll get your whole moose back. It's reasonable, it'll be butchered. And you know what? Um, you can say you've hunted moose. You call them all day. You hear them glunking. They come in just like a big Yukon moose. And if you're picky, you can get a nice paddled moose that uh, um, represents a, a species of moose 
that's cheaper than an elk hunt. Well, and we have some farmland moose hunts in Saskatchewan and stuff like that. That you're not breaking the bank on those either. No, exactly. Maybe you just want to shoot a moose, and the, the, it doesn't make sense fiscally to do some of the other stuff. There's a lot of northern yeah. Canada moose that are you, that are still available. You've been in that camp, right? Hundred percent. Newfoundland. Yeah, that one. Okay, Newfoundland. I, I thought I recognized. Yeah, that. they will tell you to correct your because Newfoundland. We, we call it Newfoundland, Newfoundland, and they go, "No, it's Newfoundland." Oh, Newfoundland. Um, and they're newfies. Yeah, I. You know, moose is like one of the more popular topics that we've ever done with the podcast. Do you know that? Yeah, moose, elk, and mule deer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's the big. Three. That's your top three right there. Yeah, that, I mean, hands down. Brad yeah. asked earlier, "What do we get the most calls from?" Yeah, but I mean, you know, open open mindedness. You know, having the experiences that. You never thought about before looking at options you never considered. Man, I tell you what, if you've never seen, here's the other thing. There's so many add-on options when you go to Newfoundland. Um, you can go out there, and uh, there's other hunting experiences. The ducks, the the uh, um, the seal, uh, not not seals. Um, the uh, you can't shoot, you can't do those. Mm. Um, <laughs> but you can go out and and you know the the uh, the fishing, um, the crabbing. Um, that you can yeah. go experience while you're there. It's an absolute journey of a lifetime. It's amazing. Take your wife, go on the moose hunt. Yeah. She can sit in the lodge, read a book if she doesn't want to go out hunting. Yeah. Um, you can add a bear to that hunt. There's a lot of bear on the rock. Um, so you can do it. Stimulation upstairs is going on, all the stuff you can do. It is. I mean, really. really. Um, you know what? I love that South Africa safari that we have. Africa, you talk about add-ons. Well, Africa's just yeah. a whole New Zealand world. New Zealand, Argentina. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, there there's there's opportunities in all those places. Spain. You know, we have Spain hunts that start at six, seven thousand. Um, you know what? Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you one. We're going to Greece to vet a uh, um an outfitter in a year. In Macedonia. And in Macedonia. Yep. And right next to Greece, and then we're gonna go over to Greece, but we're shooting Ibex. Uh, some local cat that lives out in the wilderness there, and wolves. And so, um, I assume you're talking about an animal and not a weird dude. A cat? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> some no. local cat no. that lives out well, in, the, in the woods. It all depends on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say that. No. I don't know how woke everybody is anymore. Anyway, um, but but uh, yeah, I don't think gender no. matters or what cat no. I shoot. No. <laughs> um, if it's male or female. When do you guys go there? When do you head? Uh, I think it's 25. 24, nice. Wow. 24. 24, 24 March or April. Yeah, right? March or April. A year from now. A year yeah, Possibly right over like a spring break type thing. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, um, but there's all kinds of stuff like that, that if somebody wants to travel and do adventure stuff. But you know what? People get locked up on whitetail, mule deer, moose, elk. You know, it's what they do. And well, they have ibex over there. That looks pretty intriguing to Brad Dude, Dito here. The, the amazing ibex, <laughs> and uh, um, I, I'm going to go there and shoot an ibex. It's never going to be cheaper than the Mona I'm there um, to hunt. You mm-hmm. know, that's the other thing. Uh, okay, Argentina, you can go shoot some of these wi- um, free range bulls. There's a state. I was talking to an outfitter there two days ago on the estate stuff. And yeah. Uh, um, yeah. and he's I'm, I'm like because he's like we, we're having a little bit of a debate about uh, um, about pricing with this certain group that's going over there, and uh, they want to know okay on my trophy pricing and you know and if you've never hunted abroad or done anything like this international travel pricing can change, supply and demand, and they want to and and I get it they want to know what the primary trophy 
cost is for this per species as they get over there. And I talked to the outfitter, and he's like, Brian, I can't, I'm not going to let him shoot a 500-inch uh, bull for $12,000. It's a $60,000 animal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I go, this is what I said. I said, well, just make sure they don't see one of them. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, Brian, this one estate that we're going to be hunting is so damn big, I might have a hard time finding what they're looking for anyway because it's not like a canned hunt. It's a real hunt. It's like 5,000 acres, that we're not let, No, 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 no. It's like no. 38,000 oh, acres the one. Wasn't the one I was thinking of. Holy so so you macro. think of that, you know, and and but he's got a he ran a call special for um call bucks. Um you could come down and kill two call red stags for 4800 bucks. $4800. Two. Ah. Two. Not one, two. two. And you can upgrade one if you want and then he had pricing. Ah, uh, after that. Yep. Well, you get there. Now, get there. Yeah. So it's it's just, you know, there's so much of that out there. Money, time, species. Let's yeah. not let's not just pigeonhole ourselves. Right. No, agreed. And then if you want to put the adventure of travel on too, that adds, you know, a lot of people don't think of that and don't want to go somewhere else, but it's it's kind of fun. Dude, I love it. You know that. I yeah. love it. When uh, You love it more than I do. I do. I, I, <laughs> I, I've done so much of it, yeah. and I still – I just can get in a jam. Okay, flights are delayed, can't get home I tomorrow. really like it. You love it. I, 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 it. I've evolved into really the really like liking mode. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have. Yeah. And oh, I, you started to say something about flights dr- are delayed and what? <laughs> flights are delayed. We're not getting out till tomorrow. Me? I've learned over 25, 30 years, 30 years now of travel uh, for business. You just, I, I know how to hit the clutch, pull it back into neutral and coast emotionally. Hey, mm. you, you're don't, at the mercy of this yeah, thing. Don't get crazy. Let, let's like, not uh, get crazy. Let's not get wound up. Let's yeah. have some fun at it. The only time I get crazy or wound up is if I got some control freak that's next to me. Oh, my on. goodness. I had that on the way to Hawaii. Oh, my you, word. Oh, my God. We got, we got delayed overnight. Yeah. Trying to get over there. Yeah. This guy went ballistic. As they always say, I'd way rather be down here wishing I was up there <laughs> than up, <laughs> and up, and up there, there wishing, wishing I was down, down here. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's, that's easy. That. When you that's when true. you look at it that way. But just, you, you sometimes hey. you got guys that are like, get the helicopter in here. That's not helping. No. That's not <laughs> helping not a camp. Help. Does that make sense? No, it now, does. And I appreciate no. you saying that. Yeah, because it's something that folks pretty much need to hear. Right. Now, I will tell you, I'm not going to sit here and, and act like I'm perfect. I've flown enough that I do test the limits with the airlines on their games of jockeying people around. Well, I can tell you what, if not. you're really frostbitten and your feet are swollen up, yeah. you are a whiny little. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't say that. I would say, oh, I'm I would. A, <laughs> I were a whiny little. <laughs> well, that's your perspective, but most people wouldn't look at me and say I'm little. Whoa, so whoa, I would whoa, say, whoa, Brian. We have a condo in Denver. Let's, I would let's say, not get rerouted I would somewhere say else. I was oh, a cantankerous time, large time. ass. <laughs> I would say I was a cantankerous whoa, large whoa, ass. Whoa, 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 as I recall. <laughs> so just so everybody knows what happened, uh, I had no idea what was going on in the lower 48. And I got up to the thing, and they said, we can't get you to Rapid City. We can only get you 
into Denver. And I'm like, this is bullshit. And they wanted to reroute that. And, and I don't trust anything United says as far as I can spit. So I said, good. I want to get rerouted through Minneapolis because Minneapolis never shuts their airport down. Denver shuts their airport down. They're notorious for a whisper of snow. And, they, and I just wasn't in the mood to tolerate their bullshit. Meanwhile, so, back so, in Rapid City in the Black Hills, we got 68 inches of snow overnight. Yeah, and, and so <laughs> and this big storm was coming in, so I said, get me in through Minneapolis. And they said, you have no that, – that you're going to get stuck well, in Minneapolis. Well, we can get you to Minneapolis. So then I said, get but you're not here. getting into, into um, Rapid. So I said, no, just get me into Denver. But this is still – I was testing – I was testing the limits. I, I, I will admit I'm not against testing the limits of what they can do with the gate agents because sometimes you get one that will help you, sometimes they won't. Yeah, yeah. But once it's imminent, I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I let's thought you go were check talking speed limits here for a minute. Yeah. No, imminent. Oh, not you were testing the limits. Oh, te- I, I was testing the limits of what <laughs> that one individual will let me do. Because well. I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but have you ever went up to some gate agents and they make your life easy oh and goodness. other ones just want to be Barney Fife oh, yeah. and be a pain I in the ass? I didn't ask you to step up yet. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? Well, there's nobody here. Right. Uh, Could you step back, sir? Okay, now you can come up. Oh, I got a yeah. good idea. Yeah. How about I shove this bag so far? <laughs> I mean, anyway. Hypothetically, you might, might have seen a thing okay. or two like that. Anyway. But I well. digress. <laughs> but I digress. We digress. That's bullshit. He digressed We digress. Us. Yeah, we gave away yeah, 20. Yeah, Brad digressed we, us. we gave away 20 T-shirts after the last podcast. Money, time, and species. <laughs> money, time, and species, you know? So and, what's uh, your most important, money, time, or species, if you're listening to this, huh? Yeah, that's what you got to ask yourself. You know, um, I would say I I use an equation all the time because um, fiscally, um, I, I you know I've been blessed to have had success in business um, prior to Rolling Bones, and um, you know I, I've been able to do a lot of amazing adventures and hunts and see a bunch of the world. And then Rolling Bones has obviously escalated that because we invested in building a company for the average and ordinary to go have extraordinary opportunities. And that has, uh, I guess, accelerated my exposure to a lot of this stuff. Would you say it's done the same for you? Oh, 100%. And we've been blessed. I I was at a meeting the other night, and I bumped into, what is it, Jim Nelson? Right. And he was like, oh, he goes, your company is just going crazy. And I said, it's getting really, really busy. And and he goes, man, it's opened some doors for you, hasn't it? I was like, yeah, holy cow. Yeah, right? it's changed and our lives. It's changed, changed our, our world. We've experienced stuff. We've and, and, and you know what? Thank you to all you listeners that are members because you've believed in what uh, a service we wanted to offer. You've seen value in it, and you've supported us. And we would not be where we're at without you, and we appreciate that. And not one day in this office do we ever take that for granted and don't make you the priority. And same no. with our advisors, our, our booking agency network of agents and advisors that are out there. We appreciate you like crazy. We would not be where we're at without you. That's why this podcast to us is so, so, so important because we want to address the things that help you, you know, become better and have more opportunities in the outdoor industry and in, in the hunting and fishing space and money, time and species. Yeah, if you're listening and, and you're flexible on one or two of those, it might change i mean could change your life yeah it could change your life i mean no. uh, you know yeah. some people aren't flexible with their money but they they they're flexible with their time well i mean that that that's the that's a big thing species is another huge thing um and you never know what you might find that just changes 
changes your outlook. Yeah, because mm-hmm. before we started the company, I spent all my time and money for the most part on coyotes. coyotes I was building rifles. And you chased birds. Uh, and and it, before that, I chased birds. Before we even you know, before I moved out here, coyotes I, yeah. are wreck you. Though. Um, coyotes, are coyotes just get, yeah, they wreck they, you. they 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 still wreck me. I told Lindley, I said in the next couple of years, um, yeah, I'm I'm going back. I'm gonna I'm gonna wreck coyotes. Um, I'm gonna take it to another <laughs> level. But anyway, um, well, but, you know what? My big takeaway from this today was key have an open mind yeah you know because i I hadn't really considered how that process works like what you were saying elk it was all about the elk or you know growing up in iowa it was all about white-tailed deer and pheasants you know and pheasants and pheasants pheasants, because pheasants was a part of culture exactly but brian or bleep you go talk to a kid in iowa now because i have buddies that have kids pheasants are something they come to south dakota for because it's a foregone conclusion yeah. B- because because every subsidy in the world is worthy of uh, of tearing up a fence line and all the cover every yep. slough yep. every old There's railroad no track that you and yeah. I as kids well, would go we, find. Well, we grew up in CRP during that hundred percent when that was huge. Yeah, I mean there was there was foul now it's corn, everywhere. Corn, corn, corn. Yeah, let's rotate in Ethanol some soybeans and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, so so but, but you're open right. mind, yeah, just thinking, yeah, that that's that's been the cool oh, thing for me. Open mind to be a little flexible. Yeah, I would say so. You know what? There's so many great opportunities. Uh, I one of the greatest hunts. I mean, that that damn javelina hunt. I just enjoyed the hell out of, and would do it every year if I wasn't. See, I have limited time, money, and species too, because I it's it's behooves me to go find new, mm-hmm. and so not to hit the same thing every year. Not to hit the same yeah. thing, no, and and I, or I would get into a groove where that time of year I'd go down there and go javelina hunting every year. Well, that's the cool thing about Audad too. Hundred percent. It's not like we can go deer hunting. How, all over have we? Have we not been? Uh, hey, have we not been back Audad hunting because we couldn't afford it? We, no. Time. It, time. Time. Mm. And it predicated what species. Time, we and it chasing. wasn't for time. Or it wasn't for. You know what else I could do? It wasn't for lack of desire. You know what else I could do every year? The first week of December, I could get my ass on a plane. I could fly to Anchorage. Mm-hmm. I could spend one night in Anchorage. Jump on that. I could go to the Glacier House, have a beer and a, a pesto-crusted um, halibut. A halibut, and then uh, my mouth's watering. <laughs> then the next morning, I could jump on Alaska Air. I could fly to Kodiak. Yeah. I could get off of Kodiak. I could go out to the shuttle service. I could get on a float plane. I could fly out to a remote camp, and I could sit there, and I could run a trap line and glass for um, Sitka? Uh, uh, Sitka blacktail yeah. and call, um, Same call problem time. Fox every year. I could do that every year, and I could take somebody every year with me. Yeah, you could smash your foot and just <laughs> show them. Show them yeah, I could. Do, yeah, and and don't and, say you're gonna smash my foot. So and have Chris be. Clark go, "What the <laughs> hell?" And Brad's like, "Suck it up, Buttercup." Not you, Brad. Brad Clark. Oh, that's the experience. So, and I could go with those two guys. You know, there, there's, there's. A, it's time, species, and money. I could right. go with those two guys hunting every year. I, I don't think I've had, had more fun on a hunt. So, you know, I mean, with you I have, but it's the same thing, you know, it, anyway. But the thing is is that we have an experienced group that can help you navigate those three things. 100%, man. Just have yeah. an open mind. You know, yeah. call us. Let's go do something different. And here's the other thing I'm going to tell you. You go back to Boscobel, Wisconsin. You, you go back to Sounds like uh, a mushroom. Independence, yeah. Missouri. <laughs> Um, it's actually one of the mushroom capital uh, places. Morel mushrooms. Called it. Morels. Yeah. <laughs> did you know that? They have good I ice did. cream, too. I didn't did know, you that, know that. Actually. You're foolish. You knew that. No, you I didn't, didn't just stab that out of the dark. You're no. not that smart. 
No. You're <laughs> smart, but not that smart. Um, but anyway, okay. Man, you, you go to Manhattan, Missouri, Boscobel, um, uh, Wisconsin, and you come back and you have an audit ad show. Um, you went on a javelina hunt in the middle of uh, ass cold weather in Wisconsin, and you were down in Mexico, you are down on the Mexico border. You come back with a kick butt javelina for a trophy yeah. and, and a tan. Um, you go kill a coos deer. You go to Newfoundland, kill a moose. A lot of adventure. There's there. a lot of adventure. And you know what? People in your community are going to go, dude, you're out there doing it. You know what I'm saying? And you never missed one day. Ryan Johnson. You never missed one day in the whitetail stand in uh, um, October and November um, uh, chasing deer. So, or waiting for deer. Anyway. Right. Well, listen, if you're listening today, we appreciate you so much. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you refer somebody. Let them know that uh, you got something out of this. We'd love you to refer our friends. You can find us wherever you find your podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and many others. We are on all of those um, every single day. If nothing else, click on our social media link. It's at uh, Facebook. is at rollingbones.com, and we drop it every Thursday. Jake puts it out there. And all you got to do is click on it there. You can listen on it, listen to it through Facebook. But we appreciate you listening. And also, if you have ever thought about applying or going on any type of adventure experience, we were built to help you, to serve you, to make sure we deliver. Go check out our membership at rollingbones.com. Rollingbones.com. We have a membership for you. Anywhere from $50 a year, $150 a year, to $500 a year. We want to help satisfy your needs. We can build an application strategy and get you on your next adventure. So until next time, guys, thank you. Today was amazing. Yeah, it was good. Appreciate you. Uh, um, as always, uh, it was a great podcast. Love doing it with you. So until next time, stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting.